Yo, 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 it's your boy Preacher Boy, and I'm back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. First off, I pray that you guys are having a blessed day and that it was filled with nothing but great accomplishments, success, and even if it has some obstacles, I pray that you're able to overcome those obstacles and mistakes that you may have faced along the way. Before we start, you know, we're going to start off with a little word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to come together, dear God. We thank you for all those listening to this podcast and being a part, dear God. ask that you bless them and keep them like only you know how to do. Continue to open those doors that they need and close the doors that they no longer need, dear God. Forgive us for anything that we've done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God. And we won't forget to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, guys, I just first off want to say I'm extremely excited about today's episode. Man, guys, God, uh, excuse me, God has been dealing with me with this topic for for quite some time, and, and I'm glad that I'm able to express it in this week's episode. The topic for this week's episode is how to embrace your process. Now, when you hear that, you're probably thinking, I don't know, you may have been like me and you're just like, man, what, what, what do you mean by this? Like, what are, you, what are you trying to say how to embrace your process or how to embrace my process to be exact? Well, when I first got this, you know, it came, it came and I'm going to be honest with you guys. It came at a time where I was questioning a lot of things that were going on around me. You know, it seemed that it seemed that I was seeing everybody embrace success and I was seeing everybody you know get the things that they desired whether that be on the job in ministry uh, whether that be in school I'm seeing all these people accomplish the things that they hoped for and that they wanted to at such early ages or even if it's later on in their life they're just still accomplishing it before I do and I'm just like well God when is it gonna be my time you know, when is it going to be my time to get the car that I want? When is it going to be my time to get the degree that I'm working on? When is it going to be my time to step foot on certain things that you want me to step on? When is it going to be my time to elevate in every aspect of my life? And God simply told me, you need to embrace your process. And when he told me that, I was just like, oh. okay, God. All right, I got it. I need to embrace my process. And every time God gives me something, you know, he never gives me something without a word. So he took me to 1 Samuel 16, 7, verse 7, verse 11, and verse 12. And it's dealing with the, the story, not the story, but dealing with the, the life of David. And I'm going to read the scripture to you guys first. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Drop down to that 11th and 12th verse, and it says, And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is he. And I'm going to stop right there. And what I want to point out to you at this time, you know, David, I'm going to give you a little backdrop. David is about 11 or 12 years old. And you know, he's just minding his business, doing doing what God wanted him to do and being the sh- 
being the sheep, or well, being the sheep, being the fields with the sheep, tending to the flock, you know what I'm saying, taking care of the the livelihood of the family, you know, doing doing all the dirty work, if you if you would sort of say, and he was getting his hands dirty, taking care of business, and God had just told Samuel that it was time for Saul to be replaced as king. You know, Saul had done things his own way and he wasn't doing what God had told him he was supposed to do. So God told Samuel, the prophet, to go look, look for this, look for this new king and he, you're going to find him in this place. And he told him exactly where to go. And he goes and as you could tell, when he called Jesse, David's father, and he was saying, uh, where, where are all your boys at? You know, where, where are your kids at? Jesse was quick to give the first seven of his sons with no issues. The ones that, you know, look like they could fit the job description. The ones that look like they can uh, complete the task in a timely manner. You know, the ones that look like they're ready, like they serve their purpose and it was time for them to shine. But God wasn't looking at the uh, physical appearance of man and the physical stature in which he stood. He was he was more so looking for the heart. He was looking for for one that was going to serve him with all their heart, mind and soul. And so Samuel asked Jesse, he's like, do you do you have any other other kids? And Jesse, you know, and my this is this is Marcus one on one. Jesse kind of gave him that. Well, I do got one, you know. But he out there in the field and he out there doing doing the stuff that we don't feel like doing. If I if I could express that in Marcus one on one. But Jesse kind of gave him this like and eh, nonchalant. Yeah, I got my other son. He out there doing doing what he need to do in the field. But yeah, that's that's the only other one I have. And Samuel told Jesse, bring him, bring him here. Bring him to this to this dinner. You know, we ain't going we ain't going to sit down without him. He needs to be here. And as soon as he walked in, the Lord told Samuel, said, anoint this, this, this boy, anoint him because he's going to be the next king. And the way, the way, what I want you to, one thing I want to point out right now, some of you may be denied by your own family members. Some of you may, you know, not even be looked upon as you're going to be successful by those you love. But I'm here to tell you that God sees the end inside work inside of you that you're producing. He sees all the hard work and dedication that you're doing behind closed doors. He sees the prayers. He sees all the time that you're spending with him that people aren't seeing. He sees all that in the dark and he's getting ready to reward you openly. And so one thing I want you to catch, even though David was anointed at this tender age of 11 or 12 years old, there was still a process that he had to endure. And two two things I want to give y'all real quick, the, the definition for the word embrace and the word process. The word embrace means to take or receive gladly or eagerly, also accepting willingly. The word process is to require someone to answer questionnaires, perform various tasks, and sometimes to undergo physical and aptitude classification exams before the beginning of a period of a service. So David... You know, even though he was anointed at this this tender age, knowing that he was going to be king, he still endured a process. He had to go back out to the field, continue to tend to the sheep until it was his appointed time for him to tank reign as king of Israel. Now, I know some of you are probably asking, well, Marcus, how do I embrace my process? This, the answer is fairly 
simple to say, but not often easy to do. You know, the way you embrace your process is by trusting God. The Bible says in Proverbs three and five, trust in the Lord and trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. That means I got to forsake the way I perceive things and forsake the way that I'm um, wanting to do things. My own personal. Right. And meaning I got to trust God, realizing that he he's the one that knows it all. And I don't. <sighs> Guys, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stuttering and fumbling. It's just, I, I, you know, when you have so much to say and you really can't say it all at once. So you got to like slow your roll. So bear with me, guys. But um, you got to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. So when you're embracing the process, you're you're putting your faith in God. You're realizing that, OK, God, even though I know what my point C is, even though I'm at point A, I know that you're going to get me from A to B and B to C for for a specific amount of time so that I'm able to accomplish what you already anointed me for at point C. Your point A to point B, your point A to point B and point B to point C is the different obstacles that you're you're supposed to face in life before you get to your final destination sort of say. You know, God gives us problems as an opportunity for promotion. He's trying to shape and mold and and remove all the little little bad habits that we've probably created along the way. He's trying to burn out and purge all the little fallacies that cause us to quickly stumble in our walk and quickly turn away when things don't go our way. He's trying to shape our weaknesses into strengths. So that way, when we're at our final point in our destination, we know how to thrive in what he wants us to thrive in. One thing you also have to keep in mind, you have to be humble. God wants to know, will you continue to serve with the small things when a platform is open to you at a bigger level? Are you still going to take out the trash even when you're the CEO of your company? Are you still willing to do the, the minor things by opening, opening uh, your wife's car and Take that back. Opening your wife's car door, even though you've been married for 20 plus years. Are you still willing to do the, the things that seem small to man, but are actually big in the, in, the eye, in the eyesight of God? God's trying to see if you're willing to do those small things that you were doing during the process. Before you get to your actual destination, he wants to see if you're going to be faithful over the small things that you already been you know, how do you say the small things that you've already been given before you get to those bigger things? I know I'm probably sounding like I'm all jumbled up right now, but that's OK. I want you all to bear with me. Um, when you embrace your process, you're realizing that it's not about your timing. You're forsaking your timing and realizing that, all right, that the timing that God has for you is an appointed time. That's why that's why the Bible tells us his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. <coughs> Goodness gracious. Another thing I want you to understand is the wait is never wasted. In the time that you're waiting, 
This time period is not wasted at all. It's developing you for the better woman or the better man that God sees you as at the end of the journey. He's he's trying to trying to take you to the potential that you have inside of you and bring it out so it's able to be put on display for the world to see where you came from and not just how you got there. Sometimes you got to be put on display so your people, your your friends, your family can see the journey that God was able to take you on to realize that it's not in your doing that these things, not in your doing that these things are accomplished. So even though you may be in school right now, you may be in your 20, late 20s, early 30s, and you still haven't got your associate's degree. That's all right. You're still going to get it in due timing. Just because you're driving around the city in maybe a, a 1999 Honda Civic or a 2006 BMW or, or you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't forsake that because at the end of the day, your time is coming when you're going to get that, that year modeled of a vehicle that you want. You're going to be able to operate in the job that you want with the small degree that you may already ha- that you acquired that people thought was so small. I don't want you to I don't want you to see your process as a as a curse. No, I want you to see your process as an opportunity to become greater than what you are at this current stage in your life. You know, the process is what's what's there to shape and mold you into what God truly wants you to be. The process is meant for you to to Get rid of all the fallacies that try to stay latched onto you before you get to your final destination. You know, it's it's meant for you to truly become what God sees you as. You know, a lot of times we get discouraged on this journey because, you know, we want to hurry up and get to our final destination. But do you really you have to often take a step back and realize if you rush you know, a, rush, a shortcut is just a rush to failure. So if you shortcut your process, all you're going to do is rush to failure. And what God preordained for you, now you're cutting it short because you were so in a rush to get to what you already, what he already showed you you were going to be at. You know, even though David was anointed at the tender age of 11 or 12, he still endured the process. He went back out to the field, took care of the flock, took care of the livelihood of the family, the, the dirty stuff that nobody else wanted to do, the, the, the late night cleaning that you're doing, you know, when everybody else is asleep, you know, the late night assignments that no one's doing on the job, the tough, the tough things that no one's willing to put their hands into because they feel like it's, it's, it's too difficult, but you're sitting there willing to do it. Those things, those things that, that, that I want you to understand that God sees. He sees the, the times when you're, when you're in seclusion by yourself. He sees, he sees those days and those, those, those nights where you're, you know, constantly praying in your prayer closet about certain things that you want done. He sees you doing those things. And and I'm here to let you know that God's going to get ready to reward you openly. All those things that you're doing in private, all those things that you're doing in the midst of this process, he's trying to get you to realize as long as you accept it, accept this process that he has you on and receive it gladly, he's going to take you far greater than what you could ever imagine. He's going to have you stand where you want to stand as long as you remain humble. That's one thing I want you to continue to remember. As long as you remain humble, God's going to take you endless destinations. It's, it, man, I, if I can only, if I, I can only tell y'all half the story. When I, when I say this week has been tough for me, it's like everywhere I look, I see someone accomplishing what they set foot 
what they set in stone that they want to accomplish. And here I am just like, man, God, when am I going to do it? You know, when am I going to get that opportunity? But God's just telling me, embrace your process. Everything is done in a timely manner. Don't shortchange your process because your process is what's there to build you up. It's, it's what's there to help you overcome. That way you're not stumbling and falling over the small things when you get to your final destination. God's trying to make sure you're so prepared for when the enemy throws light jabs to the body, you know how to guard yourself and come back with a hook to the jaw. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's got, the, the way God does things is, is mysteriously amazing. I want y'all to catch that. It's mysteriously amazing amazing is because we don't we can't fathom how he does it but when he does it and we see that end product we can't we can't do nothing but just take a step back and stand in awe on how great God is so I know if you out there and you feeling discouraged like man I just wish I can hurry up and get the dream car that I want I wish I could just hurry up and get the job that I want I wish I could just hurry up and get the amount of money to pay off this debt that I have I wish I could just all these things, if you just have these I wish mindset, I want you to realize that God is just trying to shape and mold you in this process. So when you get to your destination, you're not doing the same things that you were doing in the midst of the process. He's grooming you. He's molding you. He's taking off little little kinks that he sees that could cause problems in your future. So stay encouraged, my brothers and sisters. And I want you to know that you need to embrace your process with such a gladness knowing that, yes, I know my destination. And yes, now I know that the reason why I'm going through a process is because God's trying to take away all the problems that I have, the pain that I still may be holding on to, the disappointments that I haven't let go of, the, the sadness and, and the hurt that I have in my heart. God is trying to take those things away in this process. That way I can give him full honor and glory once I get to my final destination. Because God's not going to allow you to do things where it's on your own, in your own doing. Because then he can't get the glory out of it. And God wants the glory out of everything in our lives. So my brothers and sisters, you enjoy your process. Because I know I sure am now. I feel just like David. You know, I, I, I'm watching as things line up. And now that I see things lining up, I'm just like, okay, God, I can endure it. I can endure it because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I want y'all to truly trust God. If you trust God, your faith is just going to be increased that much more. So I pray that you guys continue to trust him and realize that when you embrace your process, you need to embrace it with happiness and joy, knowing that I have an end and my end is going to be greater than how it started. Because he already told me what my end was going to be. So I love y'all. I pray that y'all have a blessed evening. And I'll see y'all next Friday. Preacher Boy out.